Greetings, it's Susan Nash, and I am bringing the podcast this week. Before I start into uh, the whole topic of prayer, I'd like to mention something we're doing with the real-life groups as we go through the season of Lent. We're going to give each group a little bit more creativity of their own, And so this will be the last podcast itself for these groups during this season leading up to Easter. And we will send out a letter to you. It will be a guide of topics for the next six weeks that your group can focus on. Some of you meet other every, other every other week, and some of you meet weekly. So we're going to give six topics, and you can decide which ones you will do or the weeks you're off or away. Um, you use your own creativity with your group to focus on the method that you want to use uh, with that topic. So that guide will be coming to you. But uh, during this season of Lent, we are focusing on drawing near to God because it, it's, it, um, at its best, can be a time of transformation, real tra- transformation in our lives as we seek God out, as we follow Jesus to the cross as we engage Palm Sunday, and as the light comes uh, at Easter for us. So we want to uh, prepare ourselves for this time. Today's podcast is on prayer, and I want to talk about topics, four uh, four different aspects of prayer. I want to talk about the purpose of it, uh, the priority of it, the parlance of it, that is our words, how we go to God in prayer, and the power of prayer. So four Ps. And I'd like to start with the purpose of prayer. This is based on quotes that I've pulled out from people that you may or may not know. But uh, let me read two quotes that I'm calling the purpose of prayer. This first one is from Andrew Murray. Prayer is not a monologue, but a dialogue. God's voice is its most essential part. Listening to God's voice is the secret of the assurance that he will listen to mine. And so... We learn there that prayer is a relationship with God. It is going deeper with him. If you can imagine someone that you're in union with, as in a marriage or a friendship or a family, and that you don't speak to each other, or you speak to each other very limited, and what kind of relationship is that? So when we talk about prayer, we're talking about a relationship, a dialogue, an ongoing dialogue throughout life. And as we draw near to God, we enter that conversation. Another quote is by Frank 
Maubach, prayer at its highest is a two-way conversation, and for me, the most important part is listening to God's replies. And so that idea again, we're talking about a relationship. Life itself is a prayer to God. And so we have a purpose of drawing near to God in prayer. The priority of prayer. Martin Luther says this, work, work, work from morning until late at night. In fact, I have so much to do that I shall have to spend the first three hours in prayer. Another quote from George Mueller says this, I saw more clearly than ever that the first great and primary business to which I ought to attend every day was to have my soul happy in the Lord. That's novel, isn't it? The first thing to be concerned about was not how I might serve the Lord, how I might glorify the Lord, but how I might get my soul into a happy state and how my inner man may be nourished. I saw that the most important thing I had to do was to give myself to the reading of the Word of God and to meditate on it. Again, it's pointing to a relationship. And so it's a priority in our lives that whatever lies before us during a given day is something that is of high value in our lives, how we spend our time, how we spend our thought life. And where do we get happiness from? By happiness, it may not be talking about what we normally think of as happy, but a quiet, God says, uh, be it your ambition to lead a quiet life. It means slowing down long enough to listen, to listen to God, to interact with him, to hear what he has to say each day about our lives and the things that we've got to do in those days. I want to speak in another frame about the parlance of prayer. You say, "What? that's a funny word. Uh, in French, uh, you know you say, parlez-vous français, um, which means, do you speak French? So it's the way we speak parlance. I needed a P. So that's why this funny word. But uh, Hannah Moore says, prayer is not eloquence, but earnestness. Not the definition of helplessness, but the feeling of it. Let me say that again. Prayer is not the definition of helplessness, but the feeling of it. We're moved to prayer. Not figures of speech, but earnestness of soul. Sometimes we think we've got to be expert speakers or prayers, or it's got to be done in a certain way. And what the heart of this is, is we need to be bring ourselves to God 
with, he knows what's going on inside of us. Let's bring that to him. Oswald Chambers says, when you are in the dark, listen, and God will give you a very precious message. And so we're coming to him to hear from him, but we want to bring ourselves to him and not worry about so much how we're speaking to him. Charles Spurgeon says, groanings which cannot be uttered are often prayers which cannot be refused. Sometimes we don't have words, and our parlance, our way of speaking with God, is just in prayers or in groanings, or it could be our silence and just waiting for him to speak to us. And so we're not as focused on how we're coming across in prayer to others or even to ourselves. And so in great freedom, we go to God in prayer because Jesus Christ has opened the door for us and holds it open. And finally, I want to speak about the power of prayer. E.M. Bounds, who wrote a famous book on prayer, says, God shapes the world by prayer. The more praying there is in the world, the better the world will be, the mightier the forces against evil. And Scripture itself speaks about the effective prayer uh, of a man who prays and a woman who prays. God shapes the world by prayer. He invites us to pray. He commands us to pray. Billy Graham said this, to get nations back on their feet, we must first get down on our knees. And especially as we go through Lent and we're aware of so much sadness in the world, earthquakes that have taken thousands upon thousands of lives, a second earthquake that's come, weather that has been destructive in parts of our country as well as around the world, mass shootings. We're aware of so much darkness. We have the power of prayer. Let's use it. D.A.T. Pearson says this, there has never been a spiritual awakening in any country or locality that did not begin in united prayer. There's great power in prayer, and even these days we're hearing about an awakening in Kentucky. And um, let's pay attention to what God is doing through our prayers, and let's go to him in prayer. I want to end with... Uh, verses from Psalm 62, 5 through 8. This actually was yesterday's uh, In Daily Prayer Project, if you get that. And I would recommend that you subscribe and get the Daily Prayer Project brought to your email daily. But Psalm 62 says this, and it speaks of prayer. <laughs> For God alone, O oh my soul, Wait in silence, for my hope is from him. He only is my rock and my salvation. 
my fortress. I shall not be shaken. On God rest my salvation and my glory. Mighty rock, my refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. O people, pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Selah. And so I ask you during this Lenten season, pour out your heart before him. Thank you and watch for the guide to these next weeks coming to you from Jen Sanders.